0: Stops. Kia ora everyone and welcome to the Run adjacent podcast. My name's Hayden Bell and I have Mallory and co-hosting for the first time today, Dwayne Collicutt. Yo. Yo. Yo,
1: yo, yo. <laughs> What's up?
0: This podcast is brought to you by our buddies at Track, Trail and Fish. You can find them at 4 Wakeland Street in Carmo or online at tricktrailfish.co.nz. As you heard in the last episode, I randomly signed up for the Auckland. Uh, half marathon, and I was and I stocked up on some pure gels and also got a pair of features socks to av- alleviate my plantar fasciitis pain. So, uh, thanks, trip trail and fish. Today's guest is Nathan Riken.
1: Hi, <laughs> 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 To say hi. Do <laughs> you want me to say hi again? Yeah, you can say hi again. Hi, hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, sup. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, Dwayne, I heard about Nathan from you, so tell us the story about how you met him.
2: Well, uh, I first met Nathan when Sam and I were out running on the Hatia River Trail there, heading up to the falls, and he was rolling along, going the other direction, and Sam mentioned to me, oh, have you seen, um, Nathan's running on Strava, he's been doing some awesome mileage, and I was like, no. So I popped onto Strava later and looked him up and chucked him a follow, and yeah, he's been running some impressive k's at that time and that was um i think when he was looking at doing taupo leading up running like 160 k's a week yeah
0: yeah and so that's kind of we i heard about it from you on the uh during one of our post chase uh chats and we have a little debrief after the run and um so i started following nathan after that and um he could he was doing uh, like like 170 k's a week or something, and it's like, yeah. fuck, what's this, what's this kid up to? So, um, let's get him on this on this podcast and uh, and get him going. Um, you Guys, ready? Yeah, ready. Mm-hmm. All right, take it away.
3: Thanks for coming along, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am wondering just to start with, how old are you? Uh,
1: so I'm 22. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: 22, <laughs> young boy. Nice. It's young. And uh, have you always been a runner or what other sports have you done in the past?
1: Yeah, so I grew up playing football mostly. Started that when I was around nine. Played for Northland, so I was pretty serious about it. Started running when I was probably 15, sort of school cross country. Did pretty good at um, sort of Northland cross country. Had some all right results, but kind of fell out of love with football. Mm-hmm started taking the running a bit more seriously, sort of, throughout high school. Then year thirteen kinda fell out of love with sport in general, sort of mm. continuing into university and then got back into it two, three years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I see a theme here. Sam <laughs> also was a Northland footballer and yeah. um and is also a very talented ultra runner. Yeah. So yeah. There must yeah. be something in it,
0: eh?
3: <laughs> what was your cross country like, when you were in high school, what kind of uh, training did you do there?
1: Um, so, because I was playing football at the same time, and I didn't have a coach, didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. but I kind of ran 60, 70k a week, okay. when I was like 16, with football as well.
3: Nice. So, what were some of your PRs?
1: Uh, I, I don't really, Donate. don't really track them, but yeah, I did the under 18 cross country when I was 16 and came third mm-hmm. for Northland, um, wow. but... Mm. Yeah, like, not everyone there's a competitive runner because it's cross-country in New Zealand, so Mm -hmm. most of the field's just people, probably rugby players, football players, hockey players, so Mm -hmm. it's nothing.
3: What the heck hopped you from, like, doing sports and then all of a sudden to just straight to Tapo 100K? Like, Mm -hmm. was there anything in between that?
1: (laughs) When When I got into running when I was, like, 15, 16, it was for ultra running. Like, I'd sit down at YouTube watch jim warmsley watch oh, wow. all of these guys i'm like that's sick i want to do that one yeah. day but being 16 you're also like what 16 year olds yeah. running 100k so yeah. you kind of got lobbed to the back of my mind but i've always felt like i could run that distance and do well at it mm-hmm. so eventually i just had to have that self-belief and dive in and yeah. see what i could do
2: huh. yeah and you did um taupo 100k three weeks ago yeah, three weeks yep. in a time of 8 hours and 26 minutes for first place. Um, what inspired you to do Taupo 100k? k? Uh,
1: I'd never really thought about doing Taupo, looking at the ultra calendar, because I was sort of in Dunedin and more into sort of mountainous courses. Mm. But then coming back up here, there's not really mountains to train on. So it was <laughs> kind <laughs> of like... You got to pick a race that's suitable to where you can train. Mm -hmm. So, went for Talpo, and I think it's a pretty good race. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Was there anything down in Dunedin that you raced in?
1: Nah, no, there wasn't. I tried to do the Crater Rim in Christchurch last year, but that didn't um, end up happening due to injury. But so it's been sort of a two-three year process of trying to get this ultra under my belt. Yeah.
0: Had you done any other like events? Before Talbot? No. So that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's the fuck?
3: <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, Balls is, to the walls.
1: It is a bit <laughs> crazy. I guess I had, like, a fear of performing. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't race because I wanted to be in, like, peak shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've been trying for so long. So I tuttered at a 2022, start yeah. 2022, which was yeah. cancelled. Yeah. yeah. And then Crater Rim, which I was injured for. Mm-hmm. So I was out for, like, three or four months. And then this year was, like. So had you, not even like a half marathon? Well, I done half marathons back in into oh, yeah. high school. I did two half marathons. What
0: what ones were they?
1: I did. I want to say kaiko to Okai. It's like a pretty casual one. Oh, this.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, how to Kaikoui and it was yeah. put on by the Kaikoui Rotary Club or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. did that in
1: 2019. Yeah. and I won yeah. that. There was a few hard tier guys there. Yeah, that, that would have
0: been the last year it happened, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah and that got, used to be a really good run.
1: I got massive heat stroke from it. Yeah. And uh, I was not feeling too good. Yeah. Um, I remember being in the hotel room after being like, I need to go to the hospital. Oh. Yeah. But we're in <laughs> yeah. pie here, not hospital. Yeah. So I just yeah. tanked yeah. it.
0: Yeah, because it like or it's a very. It was a very like amateur event. Um, uh. like there's there was bugger all water stations, yeah. right? Yeah, there was. And, oh.
1: Yeah, I went to a water station about five k into the race. I had no clue what I was doing. I just yeah. chugged a cup of water. Yeah. and I ran about five hundred meters and just threw up. Even. <laughs> with- <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I looked back and I see the hearty members running yeah. after me, and I was like, nah. <laughs> no, 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 I dropped. Today. I think I dropped a ten k, yeah. like pretty fast ten k, like yeah. thirty eight minutes or something, thirty seven wow. minutes, wow. which was a yeah. fast for me back then. Yeah, and then it, blew up for the last two cows, like walking, running. Yeah.
0: Any any other events other than the cow traverse?
1: Yeah, I did the Kiri Kiri half marathon after that, and a in a onesie and Crocs. There we go.
3: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. And uh, what
2: what time do you run? And a onesie and crocs
1: i haven't looked at it so i think it's 130 but oh wow be.
2: yeah oh, that's Speedy. good yeah in yeah. a onesie and crocs that's and, good. and how hot were you
1: extremely hot it, it, was, yeah. it was probably the worst idea in my life yeah um, <laughs> uh, yeah i was like i remember i had some like just another kid there, was like 15 running next to me he was we are yeah. pushing each other. I'm like, with the onesie, I'm zipping it. He's like, I've never ran a half marathon before. I was like, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> This
0: is the way to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Try digging in a onesie and Crocs, you little yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
1: is impressive. I think uh, the Crocs are performance enhancing until oh. you get to about 5 or 10K in. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. then, no. and then you'll find your calves with the zero dropper. Yeah not yeah. attached anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, that is very wild to hear you say you went from running half marathons and mm. then to switching to doing like just a full-blown 100k. People 100. don't do that generally. Yeah. Um and so as a part of that because again you had signed up for a couple of those races but then you had the injuries and just did you say you have some like race anxiety?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's I wanted to do something epic. Yeah, and the longer it got, the more it was like that first race back needs to be mm-hmm. something special for you. Yeah. so yeah, I guess that's the race anxiety too because you yeah. want it to be, want it to be good.
3: Mm. Can you tell me a little bit more than about your training going into Taupo 100K?
1: Um, yeah, I, the build probably started. It's before June. <laughs> yeah, maybe around May the build like properly started. I started to think about getting into a race again because before that I'd come off that injury and then trying to get fitness in summer in Fungaday. Yeah, it's horrible. Tough. I like, haven't done it yet. I'm running around Hartier Forest doing like 20k, which before that was pretty easy for me. I'm like feeling so nauseous. So, oh no. So it was horrible because it was just so hot.
0: Humidity as well. Eh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I had to get uh, used to that. Like. I think it'll be easier this time, having fitness already, but coming off the injury was quite hard. Mm. So yeah, build started, and I took it pretty gradual, just building mileage up, yeah, and then got to 170k a week, felt good, and kept going.
3: <laughs> what do you mean you, okay, so you started in like, sorry, May, probably, probably May, May, and then how the, like, how did you build, did you start with like 70ks, and then you just Slowly every week went 10% all the way to like hundred ki I'm
1: not a believer in the 10% rule. Yeah, I'll put, it, put it there. I'm not either. I okay. started at like 90k probably just passively running yeah. and then went up to I think 120, 140 and then 170. Yeah, but when I, once I got to like sort of 140, I had a down week and then up to 170.
2: Okay, yeah, nice. Um, i'm a big believer in those um down weeks if you're trying to sit at peak for a long yeah. time yeah do you have any injuries through this training cycle
1: yeah so i'd initially planned to do around 10 or 11 week block and that would be i would do sort of five weeks and then have a down week and then do another five week block mm. yeah. but then i don't know i was like oh, it feels good don't need a down week here <laughs> keep going <laughs> And then Chris. I made a shoe change, and then I got a foot injury.
3: Was that the Speed Goats?
1: That was the Speed Goats. Yes! So Hoka's never going to sponsor me. I love
3: Hoka and Speed
1: Yeah. So that was pretty scary. So I had about three weeks left of training before the taper that, at that point. Oh,
2: that's
1: a mm. crappy time. So, yeah, it's kind of where you want to be doing some pretty good work yeah. there. Yeah.
2: So, it's a scary time in your training block to have an injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, what uh, shoes were you running in before you switched?
1: The Nike Pegasus Trail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which not a lot of people wear.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not yeah. popular. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So, were you being coached
1: at all? No, never been coached. Just.
0: So, did you just randomly find a training plan online, or?
1: Nah, just. Through years of kind of trying to do it yourself, I think you kind of you kind of listen to your body and mm. figure out training that works. So I don't do a lot of speed work because I know like my body will break down pretty quickly. Yeah. So I think my body's just responds to a higher volume stimulus pretty well.
3: Did you do any strength training during during that?
1: Early in the block during the build, but yep. once I got peak mileage, I stopped. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I would change is I'd carry that right through, maybe two or three times a week. Yeah, and it's just, just strength work, like no hypertrophy, no, mm-hmm. just like three reps on the squat, just yeah, get strong.
3: Yeah, Power. Yeah. yeah. What? How long are your gym sessions usually?
1: Ah, uh, it, de- it depends how I feel from the running. Like if I'm feeling like the gym is not, you know, I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. It'll be shorter, but yeah. Sort of around forty five minutes. Okay. Not too long. And yeah.
3: then you didn't do any speed, but what kind of like vert or hill workouts would you do during that? Um, the up?
1: whole weekly vert was early on the block was around three and a half thousand meters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which, <laughs> so much. Well t- improved. Coming coming yeah. from Dunedin where I was doing like six thousand meters of Vert, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel like a lot. But up here with the like limited mm. hills we have, it does feel like a lot because you've got to run quite far to get that vert. Yeah, because you don't have like super steep climbs I'm unless unless you wanted to do stairs all day.
3: 12, yeah, because
1: twelve thousand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then I I brought up to five thousand for a few weeks towards the end just, just to like get 60, some 70,
3: climbing mountains. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: climbing yeah. mountains and funga day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Because I I remember seeing you We would On our Wednesday night runs We would do Like the Makasee loop And you would be running up Putty Hucker. Yeah Up, up well, Memorial Drive Was that Drive. Thursday Thursday night Yeah Yeah
1: Memorial Drive repeats That's yeah. my That's my bread and butter what,
0: what was the most that you did
1: Most repeats Yeah In one night Was yeah. I did four repeats But then I went down the other side So I'd say like Yeah four and a half Oh so I, I went down the It's That's 250
0: metres per climb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're
2: looking laughs> That's run. like 3... <laughs> that. Well, 1,000 metres we to... Yeah, yeah, we, 3, we have to calculate these things for now. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so. like 800-ish feet each climb. Oh, gosh. 8,
3: 900. Yeah. That's good. smashing the quads. Not... Because are you...
1: Yeah, I'm going down and generally I'd put emphasis on the downhill. Like I would relax on the downhill, but i would try to get the legs rolling because yeah. I think sometimes you can take the downhills too slow mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you don't have that, I think it's a centric load on the quads running yeah. downhill. Yeah. Yeah. So... Mm. try do that
0: because i think that's what would kill me i wouldn't i wouldn't be so bad going up the hills yeah. it would be running down is what would oh, yeah, yeah mm. what would smash me yeah yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was my so,
1: my biggest fear of the race is not having the quads and yeah i didn't have the quads anyway so it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: fire out that's that's inspirational bro so leading into uh like the week or the few weeks before the marathon, um what kind of taper did you plan out and in- um, or were you sort of sleeping and eating
1: yeah the plan was to just reduce mileage and that's about it i didn't yeah. really have any percent goal as some people might have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah i did 100 100k first week taper mm-hmm. yeah i think and then 40k
2: something like that the uh, week of yeah yeah okay. and straight down from 170k yeah. three weeks before yeah and i felt horrible
1: the yeah. taper was not good.
0: <laughs> you weren't you weren't jumping out of your skin?
1: Jumping out of my skin, no. Uh, I was Yeah. I, I felt rubbish. I feel I always feel and especially in down weeks too, when I have had down weeks from yeah. high volume, the down week Classic. doesn't mm-hmm. feel good.
0: Yeah. So is that like pre pre race anxiousness or
1: I think your body just doesn't uh-huh. know what it's just used yeah. to go go go. Right. And when it's not go go go, it's you have all that fatigue hit you. And your body's like, all right, you've just done ten weeks out 170k. You're pretty sore. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, what kind of things were you eating the week of? Or you- how thoughtful are you with your nutrition, Nathan? <laughs> Not
1: overly thoughtful. Um, okay. I'm more thoughtful in calories. Uh, mm-hmm. Quality of food out the window. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) chicken and rice. That's the lunch every every day at work, pretty much. Chicken rice, no veggies,
3: just swall.
1: Um, and then you know, since I'm living home with my parents, my mum, you know, she puts the veggies on the plate, so that's good. That keeps me going. (laughs) Yep. If it wasn't for her, I'd probably
3: yeah. Oh gosh, and were you sleeping okay that week?
1: The first week was pretty good. Yeah, Mm. nothing like terrible and then week of the race was like i didn't sleep that well yeah. i don't think it was anything to do with nerves i think just don't know yeah because i was planning on moving as well to christchurch mm-hmm. like straight after so i had a lot of stress yeah. from that as well so uh-huh. i think it's just you yeah, not nerves more stress okay yeah
3: but you didn't move
1: no i didn't move You're i'm back now. in whangarei yeah 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 here we
3: are huh. <laughs> uh the morning of Topo, what, what did you eat for breakfast? Love this question. Yeah, you yeah. do. I love it. Tell me about your breakfast.
1: <laughs> I had a, uh, a one square meal, OSM, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah? Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, high in calories for how dense it is, uh-huh. you know. I'm not eating four bagels or whatever, like Twain. <laughs> like
3: what time did you eat that OSM? Probably
1: about an hour before the start of the Mm. race, and then I, you know, drove over in the car and sipped on a Morton three twenty. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Those Morton three twenties—is that three twenty calories per mix?
1: Three twenty calories per mix. I think it's eighty grams of carb, and then the salt is a bit confusing because I don't know if sodium and salt. The Mm. I don't know if it's the same. Pretty similar. Five hundred. Well, yeah, 500 milligrams, I think. But yeah. when you search it up on Google, it's really confusing. Because oh. some countries don't count salt as sodium. Yeah. It's a different for yeah. some reason. Yeah.
2: And so during the race, getting into it, um, how was the course? How much did you know about the course leading into it? And do you have a, a plan?
1: Um, so leading into it, I looked on the website. And I thought there was three and a half thousand metres of vert across the mm-hmm. across the race. Yeah. But there wasn't. No. There was one and a half or something like that. Yeah. So they had put, I think, oh. the gain and loss together. Yeah, they do. It's really is, confusing on their website.
0: That, that, that's the one thing I would say to the Talbot Ultramarathon Well, organizers. they've removed it now because oh, I looked it about
1: five, okay. four or five weeks out and it yeah. changed. It's was, really
0: confusing to read.
1: Yeah, it yeah. is
0: confusing. Yeah.
2: Um, do you do the look at someone else's striver that had run it I, tactic? That's always a good strategy. About
1: three weeks out, I had looked at Carl Reed's 803 to just mm-hmm. look and see sort of some splits. But I didn't look at like aid stations really, which would have been better to know like when he got in each one. Cause that was kind of the goal to to beat Carl Reed on my first ultra. He's,
0: he's <laughs> a record holder, right? Yeah, 803. Yeah, 803. Yeah. 803. And you did a eight twenty six. Yeah.
1: That's a pretty fucking good effort though. Yeah, I tried. I was I was I think I was on pace for about half and then yeah. lost so, the wheels.
2: So that was the plan was to take the course record first that go. Was, that first, was the I goal. Like it. Just yeah. just
0: straight from half marathons yeah. to course records. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, just put it out there and see what's gonna happen was The way to go.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Uh, I fucking love it too, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It is, yeah. And so you said you're on pace for the first half.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think I came through 50k under four hours.
2: Wow. Were the
0: 50k starters? Still waiting? Yeah, I was still waiting. Through?
1: So I actually, that was well, the biggest hiccup of the race, as I came, I was coming to the, because I don't know the course at all, well, I'm yeah. coming to the 50k aid station, yeah. and the marshals send me the wrong way into the <gasps> aid station. Oh, no. no. So I was like, I was like running through all the cars where people were parked, but yeah, I was meant to yeah. go up the road oh and gosh. then down in Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And so... I was really lost to where I was going, oh, and I couldn't oh, no. find my my aid station crew because they were up at the road waiting for me up there. Oh, <laughs> I was oh, like, "That's
2: no. nightmare material." Yeah, was, yeah,
1: my heart sunk for a little bit. I was like, "All right, let's <laughs> keep going." But I, they they saw me, so it's, mm-hmm. we recovered. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. Yeah, so you did see your crew at fifty k.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah. And so when you're running past the the, the crowd of the fifty k's before they started, were they encouraging you or?
1: Um, really. I didn't get that much encouragement oh. from the runners, but I think, uh, horrible I, competitors. No, no, no. I think there was an issue there, whereas they didn't know I was a 100k racer right. because <laughs> I came in so fast. Yeah, and you're I, running through the person. Because the crew, yeah. Well, I went the wrong way, and the like aid station like organisers were looking at me like. What are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. The yeah. 50K is just about to, like, st- we're getting ready to start. Yeah. And you're here at the aid station. What are you doing? Oh, Covered in sweat. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Did, so how often did you have your spectators? Or not spectators. I'm sorry, your support yeah.
1: crew. Um, I think the first aid station's around 30K on and mm-hmm. Then 50, and then about 70 at Kinlock. And the Kinlock mm. one's so good because the whole, there was yeah. a lot of spectators there. Uh, cool. So I got like a full run in chair, like the guy on the announcer. I was, yeah. I was pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt horrible, so I needed that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: so, how do you feel during the race? Like you said, you set out at a pretty hot pace. Yeah. Um, tell us how you felt, felt as you went through different stages.
1: So, yeah, well, we'll start at the beginning of the race. Some guy absolutely hooned it for about 400 metres. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he was like, right, I passed the bridge. And then he hopped to the side of the trail. And I think he was just because it's quite narrow single track at the yeah. start. So I think he was trying to string up the field. So wasn't congested. But I'm not sure. I never you. saw him again, never asked him what he was doing. Yeah, but, um, I mean- and right. then
0: that's one way to start a 100k race, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 400m PR. Meter yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: Drop a some 60 second 400m. Maybe <laughs> there
3: was a Strava segment, you never Maybe. know.
1: Maybe, I'll go for it next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that, I was, yeah, there was just one guy in front of me and then a girls relay team member behind me. Mm-hmm. Sort of had a chat to them. I asked the guy in front of me if he had ran it before and he said, nah. <laughs> Pretty sure he has ran it before. Um, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, and then I just he sort of said, "You know, if you want to pass, just ask." So I thought, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We'll just we'll we'll see what we got. Yeah, from um, the start.
0: <laughs> p- part of my ignorance, but what time does does the hundred k start?
1: I want to say five, but it might be five thirty. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So early it feels early for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people. So, start morning runs that early. Yeah.
2: So did you need a headlamp?
1: Yeah, needed starting? needed a headlamp. So I kind of rolled my ankle a few times in the dark, mm, just because yeah. I couldn't really see that well with the guy running in front of me, because yeah. like he's blocking the the terrain. Yeah. So, but I've got pretty strong ankles, so they kind of just the, bounce back. It's <laughs> from
3: your gym days. Yeah,
1: That's why. the big gym days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so how how did the rest of the race pan out after those first thirty?
1: Um, yeah, I pretty much just didn't really look back um, behind me. Just, just went. Um, I felt pretty good. Came through that first aid station and the lead. Saw my parents, big, big yeah. boost right there. Saw my dog. Oh. My dog was Oh, <laughs> little Foon, let's go. Yeah. I was hussing it at that point. I think I was dropping close to four minute k's on some like the downhills mm-hmm. and nice. even up the flats to like four thirties. So that's pretty like yeah, good for a hundred k. And then that was probably my downfall. Feeling like I felt good, but then my quads went like thirty five k, and they were pretty sore, which was kind of you don't want that thirty k. <laughs> <in>. You know, <laughs> seventy k to go. 70K to go. I was like, oh well. But I just told myself, like, you don't run 100k thinking you're not going to have any pain the whole time, it's going to come now, it's going to come later. So, yeah, you just got to embrace it, keep going, mm-hmm. get it over and done with. The faster you run, the faster you can go home and have a feed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of having a feed, um, was it Morton the Morton drink mix you were on for fuel, or what else yeah. were you taking so, for fuel?
1: The plan was start with two Morton three twenties. Had a few gels as well, just in case I wanted to have them. Mm. And then each aid station, just swap the two Morton three twenties for another two Morton three twenties.
3: Do those have flavors, or are we just? They're just
1: like vanilla. They're just.
3: So you're just vanilla the They're, whole. 100K? Yeah,
1: vanilla. I put a little bit of like lemon electrolytes in there, so mm. it's a bit, mm. bit bougie. Spot, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs>
3: Were fuck? you nauseous at all, or how was your stomach handling that? I
1: definitely pushed the carbs way too hard yeah. um, for the first sort of four hours because I, I had the gels as well, and I didn't train with them. So I did 100 grams of carbs per hour for mm-hmm. the first four hours.
0: You did all your training with no gels?
1: No, nah, I just used uh, maltodextrin powder, oh, okay. yeah. which is very cheap to buy in bulk and i'm not made of money so you save morton for the race because it's it's expensive i I reckon you just need about two or three weeks training with morton Mm. just to see how it is and then you're good to go
3: yeah i've heard really good things about morton um i've actually never trained with it but so many people have told me like oh you should train with it and i'm like i don't really need to at this point because my stomach can handle pretty much any type of goo gel brand that i throw at it but if it works for you, then just stick to it.
1: Yeah, I've tried you know. Tailwind. Don't yeah, really, didn't really like it too much. Yeah, like, just.
3: Did you take any caffeine at all?
1: I had a few sips of like a Red Bull at 50k, and then at oh, yeah. 70k, and yeah, Mel's ah. not a fan of the energy drinks. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> I'm growing wings out there, you know. <laughs> Red Bull's got me, going, got me you know, going.
3: Red Bull would be a pretty kick-ass sponsor to have. They are be. so cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing it for. Yeah, maybe there'll be a photo of me with the <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> um,
0: so during during the race, did you did you feel like you were hitting a wall at any point, or?
1: Um, I uh I don't know if I've ever hit the wall, so it's hard to. Uh, yeah, I don't think so has anyone here hit the wall yeah. like would you was it like a mental thing as well or like is it just your body feels horrible
2: it's yeah it's like a if you're de- fully depleted you just grind to a halt essentially yeah. right. and no matter how much you will to go you yeah. just don't have the yeah. fuel source to yeah uh, go
1: yeah so i'd say i never hit the wall i was mentally there the whole time my legs felt like really good apart from my quads that was the only issue really
3: what? Uh, what shoes were you racing in?
1: The Nike Ultraflies. Yeah.
3: What's your review on those ones?
1: You're a shoe nude, day eh? They're
0: pretty. I'd love
3: talking about shoes. <laughs> love
1: talking about <laughs> shoes. They're pretty good. The wide toe box is pretty nice. Yes. For an oh, ultra.
3: I love that. Sorry. you um, <laughs> very excited about that. That's probably that. one of
1: the the big things they changed. They well compared to like their Nike Pegasus, yeah, which is quite narrow. Fucking narrow. The Ultrafly, yeah. They, <laughs> Sorry. They have room for your toes, yeah. Especially in the ultra, where your feet might swell. It's good idea. They will swell. Yeah, um, they've got vibrant grip now, so no more grip issues really. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend training in them before you race in them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, do, how much uh, running did you do in those uh, I probably, before you raced in them?
1: I did a five k and a fifteen k. Yeah, oh, not a lot.
2: No, not a lot at all. And is that something you'd change in the future?
1: Yeah, for sure. That's probably pretty rookie mistake and I knew I was doing it but I just didn't care <laughs> yeah
3: is there anything else um, on reflection of the Topo 100k that you would do differently
1: yeah um,
0: I mean like like 100ks in 8 hours 26 yeah <laughs> coming in first place is there anything you would change oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> nah there is because you know you can you want to be better right so of course you want to change things. So it was a good debut, but I think I can do faster. I mm-hmm. think I could have done better on the day. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe I couldn't. And that's just because it's my only one and I'm mm. naive, but... No. Yeah, so I would do more gym work the whole way through because okay. I think I lost some some strength towards the end. Mm. And I would do slightly longer long runs. Really? Mm. Yes.
3: Okay.
1: I think... 40 k's as your long run might be too short for 100 k i'm not Mm. sure what tells Mm. me that but i think 50 k more yeah would be better or like a five hour four or five hour long run
3: are you talking like every weekend doing that yeah every week yeah is that sustainable (laughs) i think so well, I think well, if it's you... not for
0: this dad of three, no. <laughs> yeah. it's not sustainable. i end up divorce.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, eh? <laughs> yeah.
2: oh. now, now we know the real reason yeah. why Hayden's not out there just doing On the 50k K every right. weekend. W- <laughs> he
1: doesn't
3: want to get divorced. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Yeah, Sorry. No, Back to you, Nathan.
1: No so. nagging wife at home, so <laughs> I can train as much as I want. There you go. Not calling your wife a yeah, yeah, no, wife. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's,
0: she's lovely once, it be, once she gets to know you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's sustainable. I think I think, um, as long as you control the intensity and you're aware of what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're fine. Like, I'm not going to go out, run 50K and try destroy myself. I'm just running it to get the distance done and have that time on feet, which I think is... You get some good strength gains, I think, so, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. You soon, You got some back-to-back, like, 40Ks on the weekend, so, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did, and then I kind of lost it towards the end. I just didn't have the motivation to do back-to-back long runs. Kinda yeah. Kind of got bored of my loop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. so where, where were you doing a lot of your long runs?
1: So, Sunday long run was always in Glen Burvey Forest, mm-hmm. and it's really good training for those types of mm-hmm. races. Mm-hmm. And then the... Saturday long run is just start at the loop, go up para um sometimes go out towards Onetahi, mm-hmm. and just kind of get forty k's that way. Yeah. Nice.
3: Do you do any was all of your training just by yourself, or did you do any group training at all?
1: Nah, it was all by myself. Solo. Um, all solo. A lot of night hawk uh, Yeah. <laughs> grinding after work, which is horrible. Yeah. But get it done if you want to get it done you get it done so
2: yeah
0: nice
1: yeah I did meet a few people along runs sometimes I ran with uh Glenn Fulton mm-hmm. oh yeah. For, yeah for a bit of the start of one of my long runs which is nice I saw him out there a few more times so yeah and then familiar faces I ran past you. I didn't run with you but like you yeah. still see them on the run mm. so it still helps seeing other people out there getting the work in it
2: felt like yeah. every uh time i ran over proyaka i knew i was gonna see nathan like <laughs> going up or coming down and sure enough he had like passed me on some, one of the trails and i'm like yep he's on that hill like just slaying it damn
0: i'm not telling you what to do nathan But if, <laughs> if i was you i would pro- probably like link up with the likes of Dwayne and sam and no for sure um that that Running with a group definitely helps you keep your motivation up and mm-hmm. and they and and having training partners you know it kind of keeps you accountable as well mm-hmm. um so and mm-hmm. you know it may drive your performance even better yeah. even more would you guys agree with that
3: I've, yeah I would say I always have tried to oh, this is gonna sound so bad <laughs> um how do I say this okay I try to find people that are faster than me because a yeah. it makes me feel really not um. Again, I'm trying to be nice with it. Like, I just feel stupid when I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with him. But it's so yeah. good to have, like, the grind and to mm. just some days, like, let it be what it's going to be and try to stick with them. And I think it pops my fitness up a lot better mm. versus just, like, taking it easy all the time. Because I do think it's – if you're by yourself or – if you are running with people that are within your comfort zone, then like, you're not going to press probably as hard versus mm. when you see someone a little bit harder and just getting after it. And it inspires you and motivates you to be like, you know what? I'm going to do this with them. I'm going to grind to Or Like there's a cyclone out and we're still going to yeah. run. And yeah. I remember thinking like in the States, having some pretty crappy runs with my friends, but like we did it still. And it makes you such a better and more resilient runner. Yeah. So, and I think that you've got some good people here to run with. Mm. yeah yeah
2: I'm gonna take up the other side of this argument I because because I, I i like to run with people and just use it as a chance to kill otherwise <laughs> if, <laughs> if, <the> <laughs> if I end up um out there running solo, my problem is I'll end up running too hard too often mm-hmm. and right yeah, and if I'm going to jump into a workout like a um uh, some of these marathon workouts in the past um i'll definitely I'll get into them solo because i'm going to go into the into the pain cave and usually i like to do that by yeah. myself and not let people watch me just suffer <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: i love it yeah i definitely that's that's the plan is to run more connect more with the running community up here yeah. it's uh yeah it's a bit lonely doing 170k <laughs> by yourself all the time so um you what? know anyone wants to go for a quick jog Yeah, by by quick jog. How far do you mean? (laughs) Ah, depends on the day. Um, someone can come for forty k with me. You you could
3: warm up and then meet up with us. so do like a thirty k warm up and then come hang out with us.
1: (laughs) Well, you're training for a hundred k, so I am. Yeah, I'm ready to roll on it. You need to log some some miles. Yeah,
3: yeah. It is different training for. I mean. I haven't done 100Ks, but I'm just going to st- – I feel like it's different training for 100K versus yeah. a marathon. And I could see your point, Dwayne, on that because, like, I think for marathon training, there is this uh, – it's really hard with some of those marathon speed sessions versus, again, 100K stuff. You're just clocking away, like, vert and mileage on your feet. Yeah. So it's a different training. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not a lot of – there's not often I'm out there running feeling like – you know, lactates through the roof. Like oh, I'm yeah. on a, it's uh, pretty chill. Yeah. Pretty good vibes out <laughs> there for being an <laughs> ultra marathon runner. You yeah, know, that's where the that's where the cool stuff happens. You know, yeah. we're chill. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: good. <laughs> um, speaking of ultras, so what events do you have coming up next? So
1: it's pretty crazy, I think, to go for the Taddei Miler, but that's exciting. So Ooh. that's the. <laughs> That's the goal, and that's why I'm in Fungaday <laughs>
3: Tell me your goal. I want to win. Yeah, Damn. i want win. Get out there,
1: yeah. Want to take it. Yeah. I think I can, so
2: let's do it.
0: Lu- I love that mindset. Yeah. It's awesome.
2: It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Dwayne What are you training for
2: next? Uh, a holiday. That <laughs> 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 <No>, I. <I'm, laughs> I've got uh, Kepler coming up after Kirikiri but oh, yeah. um, I'm not uh, not feeling like I'm in racing shape at all so I'll probably just see if I can survive 60k and um, then I'll be into a very chill summer and nice. uh, we'll return next season and have a look at some races next year
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think wants you to run
2: to a mile yeah do it with me. Uh, you talk to sam about that mate you might be able to talk sam into it i already
1: i'd already kind of asked him if he was gonna do it just just seen what he would say but nah i don't think so come on sam Sammy
3: pants
1: get get to work mate yeah
0: is there anything else that you want us to talk about
1: no i think covered covered a lot Yeah. yeah
2: Hayden, uh, do you want to tell us about some of the previous performances of Whangarei athletes at the Taupo Ultramarathon? Mm,
0: During the short but yet storied history of the Taupo Ultramarathon, uh, we have had some great Whangarei performances. Uh, David Nielsen in 2017 uh, came first overall in the 50K. Uh, You may remember we did an interview with Karis uh, two episodes ago. Um, her worst placing is, uh, she's, well, she's never finished outside of the top three Uh, in 2022, uh, Sam Rout came first overall in the 50k But also Aidy McKenzie of Whangarei came first in the 50k Oh,
3: that's cool, we had yeah. both Whangarei runners winning it Yeah, yeah I
0: love that Yeah, male and female, yeah <laughs> and then also in 2022 hayden bell came 64th in the 50k so yeah, well done to him
2: <laughs> have you listened to previous episodes of the podcast
1: i have i'm a i'm an avid listener guys
2: <laughs> is that out while you're grinding trails
1: yeah it is yeah
2: that's way. Right.
1: pretty good uh training um training podcast <laughs> yeah good stimulation <laughs> yeah no, that's cool. Listening to a guy eat uh, four bagels before his... Uh, <laughs> just three. Just three? three just just three. three, you know?
3: Yeah. No, that's Um cool. Well, thank you for coming along, Nathan. It was really nice to run with you this morning and get a little bit of insight, but then hearing more about your race plan and just how well you executed it. I'm excited yeah. to see what the heck happens at your terroir miler and it'll be sweet to maybe get you on again before just to check in of how your training's going
0: yeah and um, no it's, it's i, I love your mindset man and uh, i really you. appreciate you coming on here it's awesome yep, yeah thank you for having me it's mm. good
3: yeah keep that mindset i think <laughs> yeah. that's good um thanks everyone for listening we appreciate our listeners and thank you trek trail and fish for sponsoring us um please do go check them out you could tell your friends about run adjacent that would be awesome you can find us on instagram and facebook at run adjacent if you're wanting to come on the pod for a chit chat you can message on instagram Um, that would be the easiest way and again that's at run adjacent uh, and we would be able to get back to you and hopefully
0: yeah, sorry, just quickly, that's that's how we got Nathan on. Is that? Yeah. Instagram messaging. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the going. way to reach out, guys. Okay.
3: <laughs> the gram. Mm. Yeah, on the gram. Yeah. 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 Until next time. <laughs> happy,
1: happy running Oh, it's horrible.
3: Seeing the earbuds come out and you just chill. I'm gonna
1: it. listen to that and cringe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're never gonna
3: wanna be a part of that. <laughs>